We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Yo, guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Stay Hot Podcast. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined for the first time in person by Matthew Spinauer and Theo Ash. I know you guys are great, but I'm going to ask how you're doing anyway. How are you guys today? We're at Summer League, man. I'm doing. I'm meeting you guys <laughs> for the of all, first we're, time. We're in Vegas. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the real thing. We're in Vegas. How can I not be great? I've never seen these two in my life before. They knew each other in high school. I was kind of added on. So, first impressions were pretty good. I'm. I'm feeling good. I. Uh, I'd be doing a little bit better if I hadn't just watched the Hornets blow that's a game not, uh, in the last 20 seconds. We'll, we'll get to that, but not not the. It was. It was a good game to watch. It was a good game. It was a really I'm happy good game with it. It's just Summer and League. It's Summer but... League, so it doesn't really matter. But like, you still want to see your team win. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, today we're going to be going over, obviously, the NBA Summer League. That's where we're at right now. Um, but we're also going to be going over. We were at the Raiders training camp today. That was a whole lot of we fun. We were. We were. So we're, we're going to go over that. And there is a little bit of NFL news that we might touch on as well. Uh, but before we hop into that, of course, you know, make sure you leave a like, subscribe, review, a comment. And make sure you follow at Stay Hot Pod on TikTok. We'll be posting some great content there as well. And on Monday, we're going to be doing another set of of mailbags. So if you want, you can leave us a voicemail at 614-349-8050, or you can email us at stayhoppodcast at gmail.com. NBA Summer League, what have you guys liked so far? You guys know you're the basketball guys here. I, I've watched a little bit, but... Well, the hotel is great. <laughs> the hotel is phenomenal, man. We're, uh, yeah, we're kind of, it's not just the games themselves, but the whole event of it yeah. has been really fun. Um, and it's weird because you're at the Wynn Hotel, and it's this big casino, and then you walk around, and anywhere you go, you're going to see, like, yeah. people that you know. Our NBA first day, that- we saw, what was it? We saw uh, LaMelo yeah. and LiAngelo. Yeah, so it's cool to see stuff like that, but it's been stressing me out a little bit because uh, we'll walk by somebody, and they'll be wearing, like, Hornets stuff. They'll be wearing, like, a Hornets <laughs> team polo or something. I'm like, should I know this person? Yeah, he's like, Am I, I a fake like fan I should- for not knowing this person? You think you feel- I don't know, like, anyone. I haven't recognized anyone outside of well, it's the because your Cavs aren't here. <laughs> Do you think I can honestly name five, the five, the starting five of the Cavs, let alone I think, I think their you summer league players? Yeah. I, yeah, it's like, 
I've already been over. I don't think I can name any a starting five in the entire. It is so weird <laughs> to be in the hotel with all these NBA players walking around because I've never felt short in my life ever. <laughs> I'm si okay. And the worst that when I got here and met you guys, the worst thing possible happened. And that is that Bladen took a picture that made me look short. It was a video. It was, it was a, video a video that made me look yeah. short. The worst possible it, thing that could have happened. I thought because it was a, a I've it. It was, it was a video. It was the one of like... Yeah, it was, oh, it was yeah, the video yeah, yeah. where we were at the airport. And, and immediately I checked I, the comments <laughs> and it's like, no way is Theo as tall as he says he is. And I'm like, this is a disaster. That's it, happened it to me fun. too, where yeah. it's like I've been like slumping down a little bit in a photo and people have been so like, I had to prove, I had to prove, I had to prove it. And it's like, I can't compare myself to the people here because they're all six foot eight. Yeah. So it's like I can't. The only person there's anything more, I can't to. prove myself that I'm actually six foot four because everyone else here is seven yeah, feet the tall. The only person you can so I walk around to is Matt. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I walk weird. around and it's like these giants everywhere. Because it's not just the players; it's just everybody's tall. It's like yeah. the, the staff and 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 I don't know. It's anyway. weird. I've never seen. But it's all like basketball it. people, so that yeah, that kind of yeah. makes but sense. It's it's really know? cool. So that's a takeaway. But like, yeah, we saw we saw. Um, Lamelo, and we saw Leangelo, and we saw a bunch of Hornets guys. So it's a celebrity a lifestyle that we've been living. And, and the then last of course, of course, hours, Shaq. So. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, Shaq apparently was DJing last we, night. I couldn't sleep because Shaq kept me up last night. Because we go to sleep, and we had to wake up early for Raiders training camp. So we go to bed at like 12, 12 o'clock, twelve forty, like, somewhere yeah, 12 in like twelve thirty. And there's this. <laughs> noise. And we're like, what is... That's a great, that's a great way to describe it. And it's it, Shaq. Yeah. It's like literally Shaq was keeping us up at night. We're walking around seeing NBA players. It's, it's an insane atmosphere. I've never been around anything like this. No, absolutely not. As far as the uh, like games themselves, though, it's been pretty sweet. Because um, you can get really, really close to the stadium easily or close to the court uh, easily at Summer League. Yeah. Uh, and it would, there's like a main sort of like I'm looking out to it right now. There's like a main actual college basketball we're at um unlv stadium and then there's like uh one that's more like a high school gym honestly like a really big high school gym and the hornets were just playing in there um and it's just a super weird atmosphere because for free throws it would go like really really quiet like you felt bad for oh, talking it was like regular, deafening yeah it was, it was so it was, weird it was ridiculous i posted it on tiktok i mean i mean when did you find it. time to post that on tiktok I just like recorded it when the free. Is that where you went when you just like disappeared? No, no, <laughs> no it was just from his from no, his seat. From yeah. the seat. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see you do that. Um, <laughs> and it it was actually interesting. So I've never been to like an NBA game or anything before. Mm -hmm. So being here, I never realized, and I don't think a lot of people realize just how fast like NBA basketball moves. Like I've been to college games. I've been to high school games. And like obviously the so, pace of, are you comparing that to like the rec game, like the part games we play? <laughs> no, I'm just saying like even watching it on TV, it does not look as fast. Yeah. But like just being here and like yeah. this is summer league. These aren't even like it's not like you have LeBron out here. Yeah, it, it yeah. is a, a significantly faster game. No, it, it's 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 been sweet. Um, as far as like watching the Hornets and, and the analysis <laughs> of them go, oh, I God. feel like I got to break them down a little bit. You have to. We did lose. Uh, and it was we a great did game. not get off a final shot with 1.6 seconds to go. And that did piss me off a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but Book Knight looked a lot better than I, he did his first game. The big difference for me is he seemed a little bit calmer. And he was looking. He, he, his vision was a lot better. There were a lot of times, and there still are sometimes in this game, but there were a lot of times first game where uh, they'd run a pick and roll and somebody would cut to the basket and they'd be wide open. It's like, how can you not find them? And he just couldn't find them. Um, but I feel like that's pretty normal. 
that's like a normal rookie. This is my first game in summer league problem to have. That might just be nerves, honestly. Yeah, because I mean, Lamelo was super rough his first real yeah. game uh, for the Hornets, and then he he kind of came on uh, as it went on. So to see Book Knight progress really quickly and look much better at that, because I think the passing ability is there for him. Um, we saw we saw a couple really nice passes. He had, he had from a couple him. really nice passes. He had one on a fast break that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Last night we were talking, one of the members of our team is an ex-agent. And one thing he told us is a lot of the guys who are here for Summer League are agent favors is what they call them. <laughs> like a favor for an agent to get your guy in Summer League. And we were talking about how anyone who has a number like in the 50s or like the 60s, if they're in the 60s, they're, they, their agent is just very well connected and they got his guy in there. He's just but like it, was funny to, it was funny to see who are the agent favors and like, who we thought were the like legitimate good like players were, and I thought, I mean, the degree of shot making that was happening in that Hornets versus Spurs game was pretty mind blowing. And then immediately after that, we went and watched the Timberwolves versus Bulls game. Polar it was like the polar opposite. Yeah, I mean, it was ten minute quarters, and it was a hundred something, hundred maybe one hundred and five, hundred and six that yeah, scored so that like game. That, yeah. So it was it was really fast paced. I don't know if that was only because the shot making was that great or because. Uh, the defensive I mean, points was not what, awesome. What, but there what was, was 33 on the Spurs? I can't uh, remember. Trey Jones. Trey Jones, I think. Was an absolute bucket. A walking yeah, yeah, bucket. He was Everything he was putting up was going in. Yeah, he hit that game winner. Yeah. And I thought that was good defense on I the game too. winner it that they were playing. I, th I almost thought it was going to be called a foul. That was that was my thing. And in that game, we saw the LiAngelo Ball half-court heave oh my buzzer God. beater. Oh, yeah. That yeah. I got that I got on footage. And yeah. you got that on camera. That was, so it was just a crazy game. Like, there were step-back threes. There were... There were big dunks. Like it was, it was like one of the more exciting basketball games that I've been to, and, I, I and I've been Matt's to a good amount upset. of Suns games. I, I no, know, yeah, Matt, a, you're upset that they didn't put Leangelo in for that uh, that final. Oh, you know, I can live with play. not putting Leangelo. I just if Leangelo had hit a game-winning shot and we had recorded it and we had put that on TikTok, that would have probably done pretty well. <laughs> so I was cheering for that. But even if we had just gotten a shot off, I would have been happy. Yeah, uh, but we weren't able to do that. So. Yeah, and the other game we watched, um, we saw uh, Gary Payton's son, Gary Payton oh. II, throw down this absolutely monster dunk. And it's more about that for Summer League. Like, I don't have these, like, the moments have been, have been really, really cool to see some of these young guys yeah. and some of yeah. these guys that you're excited for. Book Knight had a really, really good game for you guys. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just been fun. And, again, like, just the lifestyle of the people around <laughs> here is really what stands out to me. Like, I had pizza with salmon on it. And like, <laughs> salmon okay. on pizza oh, makes okay. no sense. It was awesome though. I thought it tasted really See, good. I didn't like it. Oh. I, I, didn't, I didn't rock with it either. Okay, yeah, I, but I also don't. I, I also anything. don't like onions or anything. I didn't want to be a jerk and be like, this pizza sucks. But like, I'm uh, not a fan. I'm, I wasn't a fan. Everything you know, else you know, that I'm we got was great. I'm a cheese guy. You know, that's salmon pizza. Look, salmon pizza. If you ever have the opportunity to order it, I would advise it. Don't listen to Matt. Don't listen to Bladen. Um, listen about. to me. And when have I ever had a bad food take, man? Stop. We're not getting <laughs> food takes. Where, 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 where have you had, ever had a good one? Anyway. <laughs> um, we were also at Raiders training camp. And, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of interesting stuff. Obviously, there was uh, Brian Edwards who had an absolutely monster, monster grab. Um, but it was mostly not Derek Carr. It was Nathan Peterman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a practice. It's a practice, you know. Like, how many... What can you really expect to glean? If you went into this training camp expecting to come out of it with like hot takes and like, <laughs> yeah, there's so much. Yeah. All the position you would groups, be disappointed. all the position groups are practicing all at the same time, so you can't really focus on you Everything. know everyone. Yeah. 
I saw a couple reps. I thought Josh Jacobs was the guy who really impressed me. And it was mostly because of the blocking drill. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. instant. The difference between him and everyone else was so like clear and so obvious so quickly when like you'd have the linebacker coming in between the two garbage cans and Josh Jacobs would just go punch him right in the mouth yeah. and like not let him anywhere. And the other guys were kind of revolving doors. Yeah, yeah he I, was, thought, I thought Kenyon Drake also did a pretty Kenyon good Drake job. Had a good, yeah, he yeah, did, he had he some did, good reps there. But well. everyone else was either getting blown by or kind of letting the linebacker come to them and then they'd get blown up. Um, so most of the running backs not, not doing a great job blocking. The one guy, again, Brian Edwards, you know, people talk about he's the next T.O. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's that, that good. That, no one said he, he said, John Gruden said he reminds him of T.O. Okay. I don't think anyone was okay. saying Brian Edwards is the next five-time All-Pro, That seems like really big shoes to fill. And I don't know if he's going to fill those shoes. But I noticed that even in warm-ups, it was a very clear difference in like who the number one receiver was, or at least who felt like he was the number yeah. one receiver, just by the way he like ran his routes harder than everyone else. Yeah, you can kind of yeah. tell. And there was a part where there, everyone was working special teams and they were working kickoffs, and then it was the quarterbacks and just Hunt for, Hunter Renfro. And they were just practicing, and obviously Hunter Renfro is going to make the team. Yeah. And they were practicing something sneaky over in the corner by themselves. Um, and like Brian Edwards... He had that really nice catch on the sideline, and that's consistent with what we've heard throughout training camp from him. Apparently, he's doing this all week. But overall, I thought the defense, they may have won the day. We talked about Nathan Peterman and how he got most of the start. So who knows how much you can take for it. But even when Carr was playing seven-on-seven, seven, I mean, he was getting forced were, to take yeah. chuck, checkdowns over and over again. And that's thing, most of what we saw. The thing that I really took from that is you'll see a lot of beat reporters and whatnot uh, report on how quarterbacks are doing by like showing – uh, how many completions they got and a certain amount of attempts. Yeah. But when you go there and you watch some of the drills that uh, they run, just because it was a completion doesn't mean that they yeah. won that rep. <laughs> that, no. There were a lot of times where, I remember one time in particular, Peterman, I think he like messed up on his read or he missed a guy and he, uh, he didn't get through his progression right. Uh, even though he was mostly good that day. Right. Uh, so he, he ended up checking it down like way too late where it was like six seconds and you know, you're not going to have that much time right. in the pocket. Uh, and that, that would go down as like a completion and that would look good in a tweet, but that doesn't mean it was actually a good rep. And same thing, there was a tight end at one point who broke open and he was dancing. He was like jumping and yelling as his route because he was so <laughs> wide open. And it took a couple like moments and then Peterman hit him. And this is not to say like Peterman was really struggling because he actually was kind of dealing. Yeah, he had, he had a couple practice. of nice throws. He had, he had that really, really nice throw on the left side to Zay Jones. Yeah, yeah, he, had, yeah, he was yeah. kind of dealing. But it's like stuff like that where it's like the beat reporters might say twenty-yard completion, Peter Peterman to I can't remember the tight end, but um, I don't think it, I think it was um, who's the receiver out that was playing with uh, Mason Rudolph and uh, Aitman? Yeah, yeah, it may have been Aitman. He was someone. It was someone in the eighties. But at any rate, like you can look at nice catch by Aitman. You know, nice connection there. Yeah. But, you know, it is so when you're wearing the red jersey and you don't have to worry about getting hit, getting sacked, it's hard to look horrible. You know, exactly. his name is Aitman, like A-T-E-M-A-N. Yeah. Yes. But he wears 88. Do you think that's like eight men? You don't think he does that on purpose? <laughs> you know? No, dude, that's, no, I bet you, I bet you if that's why. If he wanted to be eight man, he would wear just eight, not eights. Yeah. Maybe. But he couldn't do that before, like, this year, right? You couldn't be single digits. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. At any rate, Raiders training <laughs> camp. There, some other things I noticed was Yannick Ngakwe. I mean, he's just clearly he's been an established speed rusher. He's had a ton of sacks over the past couple seasons. 
he looked fast in person. He was, I, I know that Leatherwood, this is not like a freak out about Leatherwood kind of tweet, but he had a spin move on Leatherwood that was filthy and he beat him for a rep there. Um, Max Crosby had his hands, he batted his hands away and, and got around the edge too. Like some of these speed rushers looks like really fast in person. It's like, I don't know how anyone stops that, but yeah, I, I was impressed with their, with their speed rushers. I was impressed with Josh Jacobs. And, um, and he had, um, Carr had like a really nice pass, but I think uh, Jacobs had, had a pretty nice 30 yeah, yard catch. He was on a, he was on a wheel yeah, route. It was right. third down and six on this drill. And he dropped it right in the bucket on a wheel route down the field, and it was Jacobs. That, who ended that's up the throw we know so, Carr makes. He knows. It was funny like. because they would announce like the situation for each one of these reps, and yeah. they'd come over to the intercom. They'd be like, "All right, Raider Nation, it's third and eight. <laughs> the Raiders people were so nice. They were, and that, that's the other thing. It was really nice. Uh, with the way that we were situated, we were watching the camp, and then they had like the mountains in the background, and oh, it was a, there was a ton really of people nice there, and they were all really I kind. I know the Raiders like are so thrilled to have their own facility for yeah, once. Yeah, and their facility did seem... I mean, we didn't get to go in it because of COVID restrictions, but, but it, it was uh, nice. what we saw was great. Yeah. It was really nice. The other, the other guy I wanted to point out that I really liked, I thought Henry Ruggs actually had a pretty decent day, or at least he started out pretty well. In warm-ups, he looked like his routes were developing a little bit better. I thought last year, like, you know, for a guy who is so fast, his routes did not seem very good. But he looked like he was starting to develop into a little bit of a smoother route runner. It's tough because, like, when you're watching a game, you'll start to, like, develop a take. Yeah. And you'll be like, this is what I'm going to say. This is perfect. And then then something (laughs) will happen that, like, goes against that take. And you're like, great, now I can't say it. And Ruggs was looking better, and then he had a drop in camp. And I think that's what (laughs) what happened there a little bit. Ruggs' speed is, it it was obvious to see. When you can get, when you can break inside or outside and, like, speed up as you're doing it, you're going to be dangerous. And I saw a little bit of that from Ruggs is, like, you change directions and you stay fast doing it. Ruggs was doing that, but... He did have some catchable targets that he didn't quite haul down. Yeah, um, so. there was a, there was another one that he didn't drop, but he also like didn't catch it when maybe a, yeah, a like had, had no had it been like full contact practice, that would not have been a catch. I yeah. promise you. And yeah. and the thing about um, Brian Edwards too, like we got to slow the hype down a little bit on him. He's a good contested <laughs> catch wide receiver. Yeah, I mean it, he wasn't like wide open the whole day. Like he just no. was. He was just just mossed someone on a fade route. So like Brian Edwards, like obviously talented guy brought down an impossible ball you know, but it's you know these you this this to these to things i keep seeing like <laughs> yeah no i don't think i don't think anyone's Let's actually see. gonna try and say he's the next to but i thought it was interesting you mentioned the defense won the day because i saw a tweet after we left that said casey hayward has actually been really impressed with damon arnett's progression really um <laughs> and that i think that says a little bit you know because I, I, he was I, not good last i year. can't say that i uh, i paid super close attention to arnett but when he was at Ohio State, he was not that great <laughs> up until no up until his last season, and he really came along and he was a lot better. Um, so maybe maybe that's a sign that he can improve and he does. Yeah, catch I, on I to think things especially playing corner, it's a really tough position. It's it's not a story. Teammates say good things about each other. We just saw a tweet that said Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon said Jerry Judy has the mentality to be the greatest of all time. Like it's just. Like it's it's repressor. They, yeah, they, man, I, they, I said that they've been Judy trained. They've been trained to say these things. So I didn't really notice any particular. I don't think there were any picks on the day. Um, I no. don't think any because there were so many checkdowns. There were yeah. so many checkdowns. So there was no picks. I didn't notice Arnett like do anything super super crazy. The wide receivers were kind of running 
on the opposite side of us, so I didn't notice like any lockdown routes. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> so do we think we add a, an extra win or two to the Raiders this year? Because <laughs> they were nice to us. They were training. very nice. <laughs> they were That's got to nice. bode well for them. They, uh, they have good karma. They treated us very kindly. All the staff was like, you know, hello. They t- told us exactly where to go, which has been kind of a continuing theme through our time in yeah, here. Yeah, we don't, we don't know we don't where to be. We don't quite know where to be. <laughs> we show up, we show up, we don't know any of the rules, and we don't know where to go, and we're talking to the wrong people. We're, talking to, we're, in, the, we're in the section where the NBA scouts are, and we just like show up with a popcorn and like hot dogs and like sit down and It's study. like obviously says reserve, we missed the sign. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they were very nice. They told us exactly where we can and can't be, and they were very friendly about it. And yeah. so they're gonna, I'll tack on one win to the Raiders for good karma. You're not beating the Browns again, though. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Ohio State guys, mm-hmm. you know, Damon Arnett, Michael Thomas... Once, yeah. or reportedly once out, but I, I believe it. I do too. I saw someone, or he, what that tweet that he liked was From like, they, they wanted me to play because Drew, they, they wanted to get Drew Brees, you know, the best uh, supporting cast he could get and what they knew was probably going to be his last year. And then that delayed, you know, a surgery and that meant that he was going to miss time. And then now that's the case. And he thinks that the Saints are mad at him when really he was trying to do what they wanted him to do. Um, I, I can kind of see that's like I can. I can see, see that totally. I can on. definitely see that scenario playing out, and if that is the way it plays out, he does have a right to be mad. But you know, at the same time, there is two sides to every story. I, I don't know if Michael Thomas actually ended up getting traded. Um, I think that's a little bit far fetched. I mean, we saw Xavier Howard; that situation went down, and he ended up staying. So I don't know if anything actually ended up going down, but. You know, They'd have to eat so much dead cap, so yeah, much dead it, it cap. Would be and ridiculous. it was the same thing with Wentz. And it, so. would, it would ruin their team. I mean, yeah. they, they would have, like, no weapons, yeah. Yeah, basically. But, you know, kind of bringing things back to Summer League, you know, this experience overall has just been, you know, I, I guess out of body, I guess is the only way I could put it. Have you ever seen Succession, the show Succession? I have not. It feels like an episode of Succession. I feel like Cousin Greg. <laughs> If any, I don't, no I don't know get that who reference. Cousin Greg is. If anyone gets that reference out there, that's what he, I, that he, is what I have felt he was like. He's out here bringing up references that you no get one it. Understood. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah, he's pumping. His <laughs> I feel like Cousin Greg. I get out here. I'm eating salmon pizza. Yeah, and that's what I feel like. But yeah, going back to summer league. Um, the other day there was Jalen Green versus Cade Cunningham in a in a legacy game, really it, for both of oh, them. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the top rookies, uh, whatever fan bases they go to, are always a little bit toxic the next year like I know Timberwolves fans and Hornets fans are not super good friends right now because of Anthony Edwards and LaMelo and that seems to be starting up extremely <laughs> quick for Cade Cunningham and uh, Jalen Green uh, Jalen Green's looked ridiculous both of them played really well the other night um, but Jalen Green in particular has been impressing me a lot yeah so I would love to be able to see a game between them or of one of them here uh, we haven't really gotten that chance yet we saw book night and Lavar was there and Lamelo was there, and that was a packed house. But like, you, you were getting pictures of them like through <laughs> your binoculars. I was getting pictures of them through my binoculars, but you know, that's the photo. No, that's no, a no. This this guy was like. So we're sitting behind uh, the Hornets uh, like bench area, and we're we're pretty far up. So he's able to take these binoculars and he holds his phone up to him and he's taking like pictures of the play that the Hornets are drawing up <laughs> and then adding the Spurs on Twitter telling them what they're about to do. Yeah. Um, 
And none of that ever happened. <laughs> you can go on his Twitter right now and you can see it's still up. Dude, Theo's like I was frantically hacked, trying I was to hacked delete the tweet. by a Spurs spy. He was it was all this whole deal. But yeah, I'd love to be able to see because in all honesty, this might be some Timberwolves and Bulls slander, but like the game we just watched between them, I knew Patrick Williams. And that was about it. But so hopefully we can get to some games <laughs> not, where not I have a, a little bit more to talk yeah, about. Yeah, not every game is going to have, have the big rookies. And it, it's fun to watch regardless, but some of the – it is a, a lower level of basketball. Some of the games funny. aren't going to be – The kid behind us was yelling – I can't hear – who was the guy – like, dude, dude is like seven feet tall, and he's like, please get a rebound. He had two rebounds. <laughs> he was ready to get that out. He was out there to, yeah. He was um, like, all that hype for nothing. The guy behind us was ready to get out there himself. But uh, have there ever been, like, with Cade and Jalen Green, do you, have you, has that changed your opinion on the Pistons or the Rockets? Do you think that they can, you know, the way they've looked in, like, only two games, obviously a tiny sample size, but, you know, how do you think they're going to do? I think you year? feel good about both of them, but uh, Summer League, Summer League. There's so many guys, and it's easy to forget about them, but there's so many guys who look great in Summer League and then don't make it work in the NBA. Um, but uh, I feel like that's kind of a downer. And really, go watch those two dudes. Go watch how they played last game and try not to get excited. Like, them looking good is a, is a good sign. It just doesn't – it's not an end-all, be-all. And if you're changing your opinion – after a couple games of summer league on like major pro, uh, prospects like that, uh, you probably didn't believe. You probably didn't feel very strongly about either of them. Can I say? Oh, I've got one more story about us being here. It's not really about summer league, just our experience. But we have a videographer here who's taking pictures of us and taking videos of us, and I did not know they'd be here. <laughs> and I've never felt more like a rock star leaving. They called us a shuttle to go from the hotel to and summer league. And it's massive. It's like a, it's like the Coda bus. And it's, it's a full bus. It's like a coach bus <laughs> yeah, that look, you. It looks like a team bus. Yeah, a like, team like bus. A team would be on. Like a team it's bus. Massive. And it was literally just the three of us. But it's just us three. Yeah. And Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott, <laughs> one of our. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining <laughs> either. So we're on this bus by ourselves, and we go to summer league, and we get off, and we have to take like these slow motion videos of us <laughs> leaving the bus. And I would have dressed better if I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, Scott, Scott didn't tell us until I'm always, Scott didn't I'm, tell I'm, us until we were like pulling into He's into like, "Oh yeah, don't you got to And so like we're like getting these slow motion like badass shots of us climbing. They probably did not turn off badass, but we'll see. But, <laughs> I don't um, know. He looks like he's a pretty good videographer. But then but then we I'll get in. Him. We get in the stadium and we go to the main courts cuz that's all we knew that there was mm-hmm. and the Hornets aren't playing and that's who we came to see. And Spanauer is like so, with you guys. so mad. I was upset. Now was the, upset. the Hornets only play one game while we're here, and this was like the one. This was the, I, I, I try to be like you know I don't want to be the guy who's like we need to do this and this and this and this. So like the one thing I want to do is go watch the Hornets, and then we just like look in there and it's it's the, the Bulls, Bulls warming the Timber, up. It's the Bulls and the Timberwolves. And we sit down, and he's so mad. And, like, the video is, like, right in his face. Like, this camera. And I'm like, I feel like, I feel like the Kardashians. I feel like I'm on a reality TV show right here. Feel, that is something the Kardashians. No, it's so funny because the, the, like, he's Dude, just so a... mad. And, like, then the, like, camera comes up and, like, records him in this moment. But it all got worked out, and we did find out they were it's, just it's, in a it's different It's like place. Kanye when Kim asked if they could have a jacuzzi. Yeah, it's... It was just, it's just been bizarre. It's really been kind of the rock star lifestyle for us here. The good, the good and the, the bad one, The one thing that really hasn't worked out is we're all 20 in Vegas, <laughs> not 21. Um, Why is that a problem, Matt? 
you're not getting the full experience. <laughs> you have to like avoid the machines, or yeah, yeah, you'll get in trouble or whatnot. It'd be cool to just be able to go. Like I'm not, look, I'm not gonna go gamble a ton of money or anything. Yeah, but no, I had friends. Would, ask we would, we me. would they be. Were like, they were like, oh, you're in Vegas. Have you like won any money? I'm like, I'm 20. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if Theo was 21, he'd be glued to the. I turn right now. I <laughs> turn 21 in 10 days. I turn 21 in 10 days. So I don't think summer league's still happening in ten days. Well, but I, nine days from when this episode comes out. All right, nine days from when this episode comes out. I was so close to being twenty-one, and I could have left you guys in my dust, and I could have gone and done, done my own thing. But yeah, you um, could have gone and done whatever you wanted. Theo. I'm stuck with the at the little kids' table here. I don't know. I wish I wish we could have like. Some I wouldn't super... have to be drinking water right now. I could be just <laughs> taking shots right here in nine <laughs> days. Recording the podcast. <laughs> I wish we could have these like super hardcore takes where we'd be like, this is what I learned. I totally changed my perspective on this player. Like he's completely different, but uh, I feel like it wouldn't be. I thought about it with Leatherwood. When when I saw Leatherwood get beat by this Yannick spin move, I'm like, okay, but should should I, should I say Were we high on Leatherwood to begin with? I didn't, I I barely scouted offensive tackles. I'll be real. I I thought he was a fine pick. I don't know. Okay. I I mean, I obviously the Raiders thought he was a decent player. Yeah. Decent pick, otherwise they wouldn't have taken. It was interesting. I was reading the uh, the kind of what is it? The program at Raiders camp, and they had like a quote from Gruden on <laughs> Leatherwood, and it was like he's uh, he's a really athletic guy. That's why we took him. And then there was under something else about you know they think he's a really smart prospect. Also, yeah. Gruden is hilarious. We didn't. I I saw Gruden yelling, and I couldn't make out what he was saying because he was on the field and wearing yeah. the stands. But I just laughed just watching him. Like he's kind of a short. Guy. He looks tiny compared to he everyone looks like else. An, yeah, he I feel, looks I feel like, like an, that's compared to everyone. And plus, he they're wearing looks, helmets. Yeah, and he kind of looks taller. like an elf kind of dude. He's got like the bang. I mean, I have the bang, so I can't say that much. But he's got like, <laughs> I don't know. He's kind of like this older dude, like short. And he's just like, and it's Gruden, right? Like Gruden is such a character. And he's just like yelling obscenities, I'm sure, at all the players. I, I, I laughed seeing Gruden. He was probably my favorite part, actually. Gruden's been your favorite part of all of Vegas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he was my favorite part. <laughs> I'll make sure to tell him for you. Yeah, you know, he came he, up to me after the practice and he said, you, are a, you look like a Gruden grinder to me. He said that direct. He looked me in the eye and said that. I'm sure he did. Man. He offered him a contract. <laughs> and then he offered me a contract. <laughs> but he said, no, and then, I podcast a day at three. I and can't then the whole it. training camp started to clap. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone clapped. And everyone it's clapped. Like, it's like when they offer like college kids full rides. Yes. And everyone just like jumps on them. I, they, he offered me a contract and I said, no, I've got a podcast to record at three. So... But, yeah, that was it. I'm glad to know Theo's a man of the people. (laughs) He always has been. Matt, Mm -hmm. who was your favorite player to watch? My favorite player to watch? um, My guy, Kai Jones. Uh, He just gets up so well. He gets so high. I know that's, like, such a dumb thing to, like, love. Like, he jumps really high, (laughs) and he's tall, so he gets really high. But it's... (laughs) It's insane to watch. I yeah, mean, no, I mean, you're not wrong. And, and if you were just like regular everyday life, you'll never see a seven-footer ever. Yeah. You'll almost never see someone that tall. So to see someone like that with that athletic ability and, you know, just a bunch of people playing like that in person really close up, um, and that's true for every NBA game. It's just really no, cool. No, I, I think you know, Kai Jones did look really good. He does. Uh, he's raw. Like, he's got a, got a lot to work on, but... Um, but again, he, we, he does, we, saw, he does, we saw guys in the Bulls and Timberwolves games who are raw, and they don't look good. He, he does a lot of the stuff that I feel like you can't teach well. Like, you know, he can jump out of the gym. He's willing, yeah. he's, he's willing to take you know, go at people from the yeah. perimeter. Uh, he runs the fast break well, uh, which really fits what the team wants to do. And he does a good – he's quick. 
he does a good job staying in front of yeah. smaller people. Definitely needs a little bit more of a plan of attack when he goes into things. It's more just kind of like yeah. trying yeah. to brute force his way in there. Yeah, Definitely that, some things to improve. But I, yeah. I even saw that last game. I was We didn't get to see it in person, but we were watching on TV. Uh, where he would he would go at somebody, and when he drew the double team, he knew to pass it right away. So I was I'm really happy with him. I believe I. There's a wide range of outcomes for Jones. He could be you know not develop that much and never really become anything, or he could be super amazing with the skill set that yeah. he has. And but I believe in him. We talked a lot about the Hornets, but it's weird. Like that's the really the only team we can talk about because a they're all over our hotel. Like it's literally yeah. only Charlotte players. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so not weird. it's not every it's, team it's staying in our hotel. The Knicks and who else? Raptors. Raptors, yeah. that's right. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's... And there, I was impressed with 33. I, I thought that he was... I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was my number totally. one. And Book Knight. I thought Book Knight was threading some needles as a passer. Um, he was hitting some nice, nice jumpers. Um, like you said, uh, one thing that he needed to improve was seeing the field. I thought... From my court. kind of untrained eye, he was he was seeing the field, seeing the, seeing the field, <laughs> the U.S. NFL over here, seeing the court really well. I mean, he was he probably impressed me the most. I thought I thought he was super good. I I, I love Trey Jones after today. <laughs> that guy was first of all, first of all, he looks a little bit like Trey Young. You didn't believe me, Theo. He looks like Trey Young. He kind of does I, look like he's got kind of the same eyebrow. It's like, like that face, same facial you know, structure, structure, the smile, yeah. like the, all that weird stuff. I, I, I do appreciate that. Like you can watch one game of somebody and be like, "That's the best guy. I love him." And then you, he did the same thing with uh, De'Aaron Fox, dude. You did the. Like, you, <laughs> I did the exact no, same thing. No, like with he, wa- you watched one. I, it was uh, uh, their one final co- four game against UCLA. You watched one game of him. He was good. You're like, great. He's amazing. He's going to be awesome in the NBA. And I'll give it to you. You were right. He was. He is. You've also said a lot of things. This is my first time meeting Bladen, obviously, and he said the word Sacramento at least ten times. I love trip. Sacramento. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great place. <laughs> so there's just a lot of Sacramento talk. I'm this buying is, again and more Sacramento. I'm buying the Kings. Matt's going to be my GM. Then I'm buying the Browns, and Theo's mm-hmm. going to be my GM. So, gotcha. It'd be like that. All right. Those are my guys. Okay. But I think that kind of wraps things up on our end. You know, I, I don't know if we have a whole lot more to say. You know, is is there anything that you, you know, really want to add? to take away from this? I mean, we spent the whole time talking about the Hornets, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Matt loves his Hornets. I, you, hold on, no, I want to say one thing. I went the whole episode without talking about the Browns. I'm like, oh, oh, now you ruined it. You did you messed it up. You, 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 you should have waited and then brought that up as the first thing next episode. Next but episode. But now you just brought up the I Browns. have faith in you next episode. That, no, I went the whole episode without I'm, I'm counting no, that. That yeah. counts. Doesn't I don't count. know. But Doesn't count in my book. I'm excited to be back here. I've seen the Blue Wire Studio. Can I say the Blue Wire Studios that I've seen it? And it looks, I was. <laughs> you had to like get a thumbs up. Yeah. I, they were like not. trying to keep it on the lowdown. I can't. I, t- I was like, had my phone out and they're like, do not post that. Do not post that. <laughs> but it is worth posting because it is insane in there. It, like it this is setup really is awesome. nice with the Stay Hot TVs behind us. And like, like the, no, this is the thing. This is. But like the studios are like, oh my God. I no, gotta, that, that I gotta stuff is drop next. out of college and stay here. <laughs> it was insane. Don't let, I, my, don't let my mom hear that. <laughs> but anyway, that wraps things up on our end. Um, like, like I mentioned earlier, we're going to be doing a listener mailbag next episode. So again, if you want, you can send us like your hottest take, whatever you want, 614-349-8050. Don't expect us to like answer the phone if you call. Just leave a voicemail. And, or you can email us at stayhotpodcast at gmail.com. As always, tons of content coming on all platforms. The NFL preseason is alive and well. I really want to watch Washington tonight. Dax, Dax, Milne. Dax Milne. Dax Milne is my guy. Max and Jones if, tonight. Yeah. yeah. Some. <laughs> Summer League is in full swing. 
Your fantasy league drafts are happening ever so shortly. Ours especially is coming up pretty soon. I think we decided on September September 1st, 1st? for the big Stay Hot League with a bunch the, of different content yeah, creators. Yeah, so yeah. That'll, be, that'll be coming soon as well. A bunch of content creators and? No, just a bunch of content creators. Just no, a bunch of content creators. Just a bunch creators, of content creators, sure. man. Just a bunch of content creators. But until next time, from Theo Ash, Matthew Spineauer, and of course, Bladen Kirk, we'll catch you on the Flippity Flop. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.